Welcome back to the show that was so amazing in one night you forget how bad it can be. It's Pro Grapplers. <laughs> Introducing first, I am taking some time off to reevaluate some stuff, nurse some injuries, and wait to be shaken up, TM. I am Amazing Jason Sigler, and my opponent, he is just happy that he can finally call this thing a belt. He is Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. Belt, 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 belt. Everybody look at my belt. I I think with the with the t-shirt actually being available now on WWE shop, uh, we can we can call them belts again. Which which but, t-shirt? Is it is there one that Becky, says the, oh. Becky two belts. Oh Becky two belts. Yeah. They literally have one that makes it look like you have the two belts around your neck. <laughs> like it comes on the shirt, like it yeah, it's so and it says Becky two belts. So I mean if they're gonna call her that, we get to call them belts. Awesome. I, 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 when she said that, I'm like, oh, that's a great nickname. It didn't even click to me that, like, yes, that's a revolutionary return to the actual word. So we should support that. So, yes. Yeah. Go, go, Becky Two Belts. No. <clears throat> Not just for holding up pants anymore. So, uh, obviously, we missed a week, and what a week to miss. But um, it has given us plenty to talk about, and we are going to do that. Uh, in, a, in a hopefully expedient fashion, because there's so much to get to. Uh, Mania was, for the most part, top to bottom, just a killer show. Far too long. We'll get to that. Uh, first, we're going to talk about TakeOver, because it was chronologically the first big show that happened, the big <laughs> event that happened. I know. He's not even there anymore. When I say big show, it still makes you think big show is going to show up. No, he's not. That's just. I was just laughing at the word chronologically. You can just say the first. The first implies chronological. My apologies for using such big words on a Saturday morning. I, it's fine. It's just it, I know you're not trying to show off, but it, in my mind, I thought you were trying to show off. That was not a tough word to say. I mean, that, I know, that was not I showing off. Not. Chronologically just, is not a hard it, one to pull. I can do that one. It me as funny. Okay. Moving along. Takeover New York was on a Friday this time because we had the... Hall of Fame, which had its own uh, scary moment. We'll maybe talk about that in the ringside area uh, on Saturday. So we got a takeover on Friday. I, I believe this is the first one. I don't think they've ever done a takeover on Friday before. Yeah, this is the first one because they supposedly didn't want to compete with the Hall of Fame, but they didn't want to go up against uh, the G1 Supercard or whatever whatever it was that New Japan and Ring of Honor were doing together. Yes, uh, where Enzo and Cass may have shown their faces and may or may not have shot on everybody there not 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 shoot as in you know shoot wrestling style we say shoot it sounds like an obvious thing shoot and work but then when you say shot on them that that, that definitely sounds has a different connotation yeah so um looking at the card on takeover is there anything that surprised you i honestly was not surprised by much i was i, I was very entertained and i loved it but I wouldn't say that I was surprised because I have such high expectations for any takeover show going in. Uh, I, well, certainly wasn't surprised by the quality of anything. I was surprised by several results. Okay, so, so what result were you surprised by? We'll, we'll we'll go down the card real quick just to see if you were if the level of your surprising. Uh, and I will. I I'm just now realizing that. Uh, so I started the show late because it was on a Friday and it was right at my kid's bedtime. I missed like 20 minutes of War Raiders Black Ricochet, so I didn't see but like the last 5 minutes or whatever. So, I need to go back and watch that match because I don't have many notes on it here. I know that I really liked what I saw and 
what I saw was Black and Ricochet being thrown around like ragdolls by two large Viking men. So, yay. And also War Raiders won. I, I imagine you were probably surprised by that. Uh, this one, I... A little. This this was a mild surprise. I expected the War Raiders to win, but in the back of my head there was doubt that uh, Ricka Black would win. And... um, So, yeah. Mildly surprised. Alright, how about Dream Riddle? This, this one uh, shocked me. Okay. The, just thought, because Dream won, or because the way he won? Or because... They really love that shock roll-up out of a submission. No, no, yeah, uh, that's that makes sense. It was just the fact that Riddle lost. Like, I think... I think Riddle is going to be the male Shayna Baszler. At least that's what I... The impression I kind of got. Where he would... For this really long run of just intense domination get a title and then maybe go back and forth on the title with one or two opponents for a while but yeah so this shocked me and it led me into a bigger shock because when he didn't do it i thought he was going or when he didn't win i thought oh well they're going to do something else with him and they didn't do that either so it was just a straight up win and for dream which is great i love i love dream and i think this is great but now i don't know what they're going to do with riddle probably more bro stuff I will say it was interesting that I th- it felt like when they did the uh, top rope taunts at the beginning of the match, it felt like they were kind of testing the waters of like, okay, who's face and who's heel here? Because we have no <laughs> idea at this point. I'm guessing it's going to be Dream as face, but we have to test this out. So when when they did that, they kind of they didn't boo Riddle, but he definitely didn't get the same reaction that Dream did. So it felt like they kind of adjusted alignments on the fly, and it definitely felt like this is Riddle's most heel wrestled match. Like I wouldn't say he was straight up, you know, going for the the cheating cheaters way out and everything but he he definitely was more aggressive uh wasn't putting up with dreams bs which you know when you wrestle the dream you kind of have to do that <laughs> and I, I i just felt like he was he was his most fired up that he's been since he got to nxt and I, I really liked it for riddle i thought it was a really good showcase for him and and dream you know comes out on top thanks to the the uh, I, I again riddles hubris in his uh, submission gets the best of him and he just gets rolled up and he gets shocked with the one two three and we've seen that happen in Baszler um I think somebody else that uses a submission almost exclusively that's got Joe Joe on the main roster but also in NXT has definitely gotten rolled up with that I think Finn Balor caught him with it at least once so yeah it, it was surprising but a uh, great match not not surprisingly Walter and Dunn I was I was pretty sure this was going to be the end of the road for Pete Dunne's uh, current title reign, and it was indeed. So was that was that surprising to you? That was not. I honestly thought this was going to be an, uh, a squash for Dunne. I thought they were really going to set him up to be just like a absolute monster. I'm glad they didn't because I really, 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 really like Pete Dunne, and I didn't want him to just get a blitter smashed. So this was good. I honestly could see him getting called up and being part of the shakeup this next week. I hope so. Like, it, it seems like the perfect time to do it. If people are losing at that time, at that uh, in that event, and then you know the next th- big thing coming up is to shake everybody up. And at one point, they were calling it the international, the first ever international shakeup, which people didn't know if that meant we're going to take guys from the next UK and shake them up too, or is it because we're in Canada? Yeah, I, I've heard both flaunted around i think it i think originally well they always move people from other 
countries. But yeah, I guess NXT shake NXT UK now kind of gives them a more international flavor. But they've already sent Cassius Ono over there, so I don't know. I missed this week's um uh, Austin, uh sorry um Cassius Ono fought Travis Banks and mm-hmm. I know Banks came out on top so I I I really think they just sent him over there to do the same thing he did on NXT the NXT decaf not decaf no sorry uh <laughs> domestic <laughs> I was looking for the word and I'm like no not decaf that's not what it is NXT declawed NXT decapitated NXT Domestic. disenfranchised. So yeah, I think that's gonna be his role over there. But I, I did not see the episode, so I didn't see what the, how the match actually went. I don't know if he got so he, a bunch of offense in. So he's also he's he's his usual. I'm gonna lose a lot role, I'm sure. But he's also like a a British wrestling hipster. Like he knows all the old British wrestling things. He talks about how he loves the British UK style or the British wrestling style and stuff. So it's 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 an evolution of his character. Well, that's good. Um, we we got to get to Mania because it's such a big card. Uh, Baszler retains against the four, the three other women. I I was surprised by this match, mostly just because of the outcome. I did not see Baszler retaining. Uh, there is a spoiler. There is not uh, this week, but next week on NXT, Baszler will be fighting Sane for the title. And apparently, uh, Baszler told. Uh, Regal, if this match is going to happen, then saying if she loses, she can never cha- challenge for the championship in NXT again. So people are saying this this could be Kyrie Sane loses and gets called up, or Baszler loses and says, "All right, screw it, I'm out of this place," and she gets called up. So uh, the timing is interesting. We'll see what happens there. But wait, 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 wait. But the shakeup will have already happened by then, by TV standards. Yeah, yeah, that's it. you can't line up everything, so it's going to be a, a little little off. But they, they've done that before. They have something happen, and then on NXT, like the next night, they explain it, and they show it. And so th- th- there's precedent that they would do that. So I, okay. it, it makes sense. I, they got to get Kyrie Sane up before WrestleMania because she's got to uh, steer that pirate ship <laughs> into the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would, I would love both Kyrie Sane and Shirai to move up and join Asuka and form a, just the stable of women wrestlers I absolutely absolutely love and just raise some havoc. Raise some cane. Destroy some havoc. I don't know. Beat up some other women. <laughs> but that sounds yeah, bad I, to say it that way. I think for the next year, we should just go all out stables. Like, you have to join a stable or you're going to die. You will not yeah. make it if you do not join a stable of three or more people. And so, yeah, they, they form up. Uh, Undisputed Era gets called up, and we got them running all roughshod all over the men's stables. And uh, poor Seth Rollins joins up with Roman Reigns, and it's not quite the Shield. So hell, Kurt Angle comes back and says, "I'll keep wrestling," and he's the third Shield bro. And, and they'll get us restraining order, like, "No, you you were not medically cleared. You're old." Perrin Corbin beat you up. Go away. The start of every Shield match is just an officer. No, sorry, go back. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> I saw your last match. No, no, this is not safe for anyone. So no, yeah, be, I, yeah, I I love this uh, this idea, and uh, so long as Samoa Joe gets to be the sole single person and just runs around choking people out and then running away from their stablemates, I want Joe to have uh, a heated rivalry with Braun Strowman for six months until they do the Sheamus uh, Cesaro thing and realize they're much better together and just destroy the entire roster. Oh oh, it just moved a little. That was that's a great idea. I love that. <laughs> All right, the final match was Gargano Cole, two out of three falls. 
man, man, did this match deliver on every possible level. I, 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 I got it hyped up by people that I'd seen the, uh, the buildup for it at the live shows. Like they've been running this match to, you know, work out the kinks because they haven't really wrestled and it's last minute and everything else. Uh, I was, I was amazed. I won't say surprised, but I was definitely amazed. And I, I love both these guys. I love them both challenging for the title. They're both at that level. I really thought Cole would come away with it. The yep. fact that he didn't makes me think he and the entire era are getting called up because they don't have tag championships right now either. They're uh, the only interview quote unquote, they ran with them after the show was them getting really pissed off that they're even being filmed because they're so mad about, you know, losing. And well, they were, they were uh, berating Roderick strong. Well, I mean, they weren't as strongly unified as we and, and I have a feeling that when the cameras aren't rolling, Roderick Strong gets berated no matter what. So I think they were just <laughs> mad that it was being filmed this time. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, um, what did you think of the match? That was great. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. This is what wrestling... Well, I'm not saying this is what wrestling has to be, but when wrestling is this, I love it. Yeah. It's, it sucks that we didn't get the, the culmination in Ciampa Gargano... But uh, we did get Tommaso coming out to celebrate with him, and you know I'm I'm legitimately hurt, so I probably shouldn't be throwing you into anything. So I'll just hug you and and, and celebrate with you and your wife is probably the better way to go out. I was still waiting for either his wife or Tommaso to turn on him until the cameras went off. So they've uh, they conditioned me to think that. But yeah, I I thought that was a wonderful ending, and it's just it's just great, great takeover. Not surprisingly. Uh, WrestleMania kicked off at five in the afternoon and I being the chump that I am watched it all. I watched the kickoff. I watched all the matches they had on there. Four matches on the kickoff. Good God. Um, surprising to see nice come out on top. It's funny that in my notes, I actually have buddy Murphy winning. That tells you I didn't update my <laughs> notes after he won. Uh, Tony nice. Wait, so you pre note is what you're saying. Well, I do because I, I, I have the, as you can tell by my notes, you know, I have special formatting for everything. So I put it in there as a copy paste from the previous match and then just fill in a name like, okay, here's who I think will win. And I'll switch it out if they don't. And apparently I did not go back to my notes after buddy or buddy niece. That's a really good name. <laughs> buddy niece, Tony Murphy. No buddy niece. Yes. After Tony niece took the championship. So uh, he is, he is champion. It's a, it's kind of seen by a lot of people as a hometown win. Cause I guess New Jersey is his home state. I'm not sure exactly where he's from, but so regardless, I, I thought it was a good match. I thought they're unfortunately like always there in the cruiserweight spot at WrestleMania. So they're killing themselves in front of a, a tenth of the crowd. But mm-hmm. I, I was, I was just surprised to see Nice come away with the win. And that was, I, I think a good call. Let's move. Plus uh, another NXT spoiler on this next episode of NXT. Velveteen dream is taking on buddy Murphy for the title. Interesting. I don't. I don't believe Buddy Murphy will win. But uh, yeah, they did a thing with where Dream uh, made fun of Buddy Murphy for losing, like backstage, and Buddy Murphy didn't take too kindly to it. Uh, on, understandably. <laughs> okay. Stop doing things behind the scenes. I don't see those. Those. Yeah, those. It was a very quick, like twenty-second clip. Uh, it's also of note that tonight, starting. Oh, no, no, sorry, not tonight. It's a Sunday night. Uh, I guess I was this recording probably the night before they started airing the worlds collide that they taped at WrestleMania. So they did another one of those tournaments. This involved everybody, including SmackDown and raw. So some guys like Tyler breeze are in it that you don't get to see like ever. 
and they're going to start running that. And I don't know if this one has any stakes. I don't know if you get a title opportunity for winning, but I know it's going to have guys from all five brands, and that's uh, that that could lead to some awesome matchups. So I I would suggest watching that. I think they're airing it every Sunday for like four weeks, just like an hour or two every Sunday night. So oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's uh very exciting. The last one was had some really interesting matchups just between the three minor brands i guess less i don't want to call those minor brands because nxt doesn't deserve that neither does nxt uk 205 live 205 no, live could be good if not but it could be no 205 live is good it just doesn't get the attention that it deserves right well and that's anyway uh problems. carmella carmella comes out on top of the women's fallopian 2 battle royal the wombat the wombat is that what it looks like? I I don't I don't know what a wombat, wombat looks like. No, no, it's just the 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 women's battle, the wombat. Oh, uh, the wombatter. Now that now that China's in the Hall of Fame, we've done the thing. Let's just make a statue of her so the women can actually pose instead of just like, yay, I won. Because everybody has to pose like Andre once they win. Right. Well, so you're gonna call so, it the the China Battle Royal because that sounds yes. The I mean, Chi- China Memorial Battle Royal, like it's it's. It's better than naming it after an oops. She, she might have been racist and horrible, so we have to change the name. I'm fine. Like, I agree. It's just, China is an, is a name that also means another thing, and it throws me off every time. Like, I get it. I know. I know there's a wrestler named China, but there's also a country named China, and it throws me. I'm like, right, oh, no, what happened re- to the entire nation of China that we're memorializing it? You'd think I would have heard. Oh, wait, no. I get it. Sorry. Carry on. Since we're all on, in the... Uh, mood to change everybody's names why don't we change hers to china (laughs) (laughs) yeah it sounds dirtier somehow that's you're right that's not that's not right uh i didn't expect carmella to win this i thought it was uh interesting when it looked like uh sarah logan had won i was like oh that's an interesting pick should have been i wonder where they go with this that would have been that would have yeah you see that that would have been interesting now we know exactly where they're gonna go with stuff no we're interesting I mean, it, it could be. I, I, on SmackDown, I liked Carmella saying, you know, I won because I had somebody, you know, get behind me and really give me a reason to to fight this year. And it was you, R-Truth. And he's just like, oh. And I, I, he said, I can't remember what goofy thing he said, but it was something like, you you came in and threw all the other women over the top and or, or threw Andre the Giant over the top yeah, yeah, and the, won the Royal Rumble. She won for that one joke. <laughs> I guarantee it. Someone's like, oh, we could have R-Truth say she beat Andre the Giant. Sorry, Sarah. Obsque- well, not that winning a battle royale is the salvation from obscurity, but at least at least it would have been something. She didn't get it yeah. for that joke. No, her career died for that joke. Another rumored thing that happened this week was that somebody leaked uh, the wrestlers' salaries as of maybe last year. It looked like, and Brock Lesnar, you know, is far and away like one point seven million or something like that. And at, at almost the bottom, with the women, of course, but at the bottom of the women were the Riot Squad, and they get like eighty thousand a piece, compared to like the lowest man is leagues above that. So it's it, it it just tells you where priorities might lie, if that is indeed true. I don't want to get into that because it's rumored, and you know I don't care to talk about salaries, but that it it just shows you that their care about the riot squad. I really thought the riot squad would get a win here. One of them just because they've been shit on for mm-hmm. weeks. Yeah. They, like, they really them. need something. I feel so bad. They're all in their own way. So good. Yeah. To give it to Carmela is definitely a, okay. 
that she she's been cha- she doesn't need this. Yeah, she can use it, but all of the women she in that can match can dance use break. It. Yeah, she's got her dance break, so she's fine. Um, Ryder and Hawkins come out on top of the revival. I uh, I wasn't terribly surprised by this. It seemed smart to give Hawkins the win and break his streak at WrestleMania. And Zack Ryder once again wins at WrestleMania. This time he kept it. The next night he didn't lose it immediately, so that was a nice uh, change of pace for him. Mm-hmm. But I I didn't love the match like it was it's on the kickoff not many people saw it and it you know the revival got to do their thing for a little bit but it's it's a shrug for me it's fine i wish the revival were still champs i hope they don't go anywhere just because they lost never know they don't follow sasha banks out the door we could definitely we will definitely talk about that at some point yes that that will be that will be in segment numero dos right now we're talking about numero uno and that is Braun Strowman, because he defeated all the other men, including two guys from Saturday Night Live, who Ooh. hit under the ring for most of the match, smartly. And uh, he is your winner of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal for 2019. So I want so badly for everyone, every single individual who watched WrestleMania because those two were in it, in the pre-show, who wouldn't have watched it otherwise, to write in. Because, maybe not to us, because I'm sure they're not listening, but I, I want an accurate count of how many people are being pulled into WrestleMania for the celebrity spots. Like, who's thinking, oh, I can't wait to watch these two people whose names I can't even be bothered to remember because I don't watch SNL Michael anymore. Che and Colin Jost. Them. <laughs> Show up. Seriously, I want to know who these people are. Because I don't think they exist, and I think they're just wasting so much stuff for it and it's stupid well, i think it's also a lot a lot of the people that would watch them on weekend update probably were going to watch wrestlemania anyways with like a group of friends or something like it's yeah it's not the cultural touchstone i think that you think it is and whatever at braun Strowman won the right man got one uh he debuted a new shirtless look so he doesn't have that weird shirt that almost cuts out his nipples but doesn't um <laughs> i think that was a good look yeah, I thought that was a good look on him because he is. Uh, I think he's more ripped now that he's back. Well, has been back for a while, but he. Uh, it's a good look on him. I, I hope he continues that. And I, I, the one thing I did not expect out of this match, I did not expect Ali to get suplexed out of the ring by Luke Harper and then have Braun Strowman kick both of them and send them flying even further. That, that was a, that was a, that was a spot. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I didn't expect Luke Harper to come back to so little fanfare. He Tatanka'd man. I he that's a very good term. He Tatonkin. Uh, yeah, he deserved I, better than that. I would like to see him maybe join up with Rowan and Brian once they co- recoalesce after the shakeup. It's um, it's a weird spot. We also had another return on Monday that I hope joins that group. And uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. We'll mm-hmm, get to that mm-hmm. when we talk to, mm-hmm. talk about Raw in the next mm-hmm. segment. Yeah, let's just yeah. I was gonna say let's just do that, but I forgot we still have all of WrestleMania to get through. We're not we're not gonna do it all. We're just gonna, it's gonna be quick hits. Uh, smartly, Brock Lesnar says, "Hey, if I can't have the last match, I'm leaving. So get this, get Seth Rollins out here. Let's do this. I want to get to Las Vegas." And so Rollins says, "I oblige," and comes out, uh, gets his butt whooped for a while, then remembers, "Oh wait, uh uh-uh. uh, dick kick. Get him in the dick. Get him in the dick. So get him in the dick. The... Dick. Dick. Dick." dick. Exposing Brock Lesnar's weakest component, 
uh, gives him a uh, was it three stomps and he is champion and we start the night off with a very very happy mood yeah this was i i had decided that this was going to be the 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 one of the three they wouldn't give us uh and they gave it to us so this actually threw the rest of the night into a little more oh what's going to happen it's it it's it started out not just happy but full of mystery yeah um, I didn't expect the most memorable moment of the Styles Orton match to be the fans chanting to get the lights turned off because they're blinding them <laughs> and then cheering when it happened. <laughs> that was uh, that that was a moment, and the match itself was okay. Yeah, it's fine. I liked it. Uh, Usos come out on top. This surprised me. Of uh, Black Ricochet, The Bar, and Rusev and Nakamura, so they remain the tag t- the title holders until at least the next. A next couple of nights two nights later so I, I was surprised black ricochet didn't come away with something from this weekend like they they wrestled their asses off and uh they got nothing from it so yeah i think they're gonna be broken up here soon i'm not surprised they need to be shaken up they need to be shaken up in the worst way oh uh, yeah I, uh, so can i can i have just a moment to to talk about these two real quick yes okay when alistair black sits crisscross applesauce it's cool when Ricochet does it, it looks stupid. And when Alvi does it on the other side of Alistair Black, it looks like a stupid like kindergarten class in the middle of the ring there. Stop it. I don't want to see it all the time, but I really like this one. Especially because if you watch, go back and watch it, uh, he's talking about on... on uh, is that Raw or SmackDown? It was a SmackDown. It was a SmackDown no, kickoff SmackDown. match. They, uh, I shouldn't say kickoff because that makes it sound like there's an hour of SmackDown oh you gosh. don't see if you go back to the network. That's not true. Don't do that, folks. It was it was on TV. You didn't miss anything. Uh, if you watch, you see Ricochet and Ali waiting. And when Aleister Black starts to do his sit-down thing, they spring through the ropes uh, in tandem and, and sit down with They him, looked so like I, they were running to circle time. They were so they were. excited to sit they with were. Their, their feet together, hands in the bowl. I need to take this to its logical conclusion and just keep doing more guys until we can't get anybody else in the ring. Like we we keep doing. They just do it all thing. in a circle, and then Stephanie McMahon comes out and reads them a story. I okay, and then and then stop. Then you don't don't do it anymore. That's that's the pinnacle. That's as high as you can go with that. Speaking as high as you can go with that, Ms. Shane, where are you going? <laughs> as high as we up, can go up to a high thing to jump off. Goodbye. Uh, that. That match is basically everything we thought it would be, and uh, I, when they when they landed, I was like, "Wait, Shane's on top." He said they should be counting, and then the ref came in and counted like right that moment. I'm like, "Oh, good, the thing happened." <laughs> I understand Shane, wrestling. That's good. Shane, yeah, I mean, it. Sometimes you need the the right predictable thing to happen, so that that's what happened in that moment, and Shane comes away being. Uh, that's another one I did not update the notes. I said the Miz one, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just, I just called my shot and my shot was wrong. So Shane O'Mac comes out on top and gets to gloat about it a couple nights later and really, really just run down poor Greg, the announcer. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's, it's uncomfortable mostly just cause I don't like Shane and I don't want him sweating all over a guy who dressed that nicely, but <laughs> we'll get to that after we get to my happiest moment at this WrestleMania, which is the Iconics. <laughs> He's doing the pose, people. He's doing the pose. They it's, know. It's not nearly... Here's the thing, Jason, about the Iconics. That pose works for two reasons. One, they're funny. And two, you can look at them. 
No one wants to look at you standing like that. To be fair, Carry you're on. the only one looking at me right now. So and that's... I don't want to. And that's that's understandable. I understand. Uh, the Iconics come out on top and steal the win from, uh, let's see, I think somebody knocked down Beth Phoenix. Or Beth Phoenix took down Bailey, I think, and she got pinned because Bailey got pinned two days in a row. And they're they're on top and they're again their win from backstage if you saw the video is it's it's sweet and then the ensuing video where they go around lording it over everyone and they bully drake maverick that was <laughs> pretty awesome if you haven't seen them bully drake maverick for a full minute and uh <laughs> it's, it's it i love the iconics and their brand of humor is my jam and I love having them as champions. I don't think it'll last very long, but they got to win a WrestleMania, damn it, and that's awesome. So I could see them be having a JBL esque uh, run where they just use all kinds of shenanigans to to stay on top for for a. Decent oh, they certainly of time. should. Yeah, yeah, that would be the perfect spot for them. J- JBL the hell out of that thing. Uh, I the, the true happiest moment at WrestleMania happened in the next match when Kofi Kingston. Uh saw fit to see his destiny through and become the WWE champion. And unfortunately the t-shirt that was revealed five minutes before the match ended told us what was probably going to happen. That wasn't necessarily, you know, the end all be all, but it was, it was a spoiler of sorts, but it, it didn't change the fact that the, 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 the match itself was great. And then Kofi coming out on top is the moment that they built to, and they gave us, and everybody celebrating with them afterwards it's just it it was it's still just amazing yes this this was the feel good moment of the forever and i i love that they've actually kind of elevated it's really only for his matches but byron saxton has been amazing during all of this he's got a real fire in his voice about you know that, that obviously he's the black man on commentary so he's gonna have a uh more invested stake in this win, but he, you know, has that, that passion behind his voice of, uh, come on, Kofi, come on, you can do it. And then when he wins, yeah, it's, you can, you can hear the trembling. I don't know if you saw the video of, uh, Shad from, uh, uh, uh crime time and MVP watching together. I think they're watching in a bar. I'm not sure where they're watching, but they're like tearing up and like crying at Kofi winning. It's, it's, it, it felt real good. And, I honestly wish, in a lot of ways, this would have been the end of the show because uh, it just got longer. And yeah, I mean, I, so I've heard people talk about them moving to a, a two-night WrestleMania schedule if they're going to keep doing this kind of crap. Uh, the crap meaning the longness, not this particular match. This match was what should have been, and that would have been awesome if this had been the go-home moment of night one. How great would have that been? Yeah, that's. Yeah, a lot of people have said that. Like, you have a great main event your first night and send everybody home happy. They get to go home. They actually don't have to wait at the stadium for an Uber and get stuck maybe in the parking lot all night. And then they get to come back the next day and do it all over again. And the show's not as long. Yeah, it's... Being there live, I have not been there live, but I can imagine being there that long would just kill you. Mm -hmm. And then to get get done and realize the subway's... The, the cars have stopped running and you've got to get an Uber and nobody can get an Uber because everybody's got to get an Uber. And it's just even outside of that situation, that just sounds like the worst. Luckily after that, they gave us a very happy moment. Another one that I screwed up in my notes, but I know who the winner was because Samoa Joe tapped out Ray Mysterio actually knocked him out. I think in like a minute 
which I I probably equate to I give the credit to Rey Mysterio probably still being injured and shouldn't wrestle for a whole long time, but it still gives Joe an awesome win at WrestleMania, and that is a great thing. Yep, it was perfect. Exactly what it should have been. Leave leave his uh, son out of it. We don't need to see any of that stuff. I think they'll save that. I think that once he is healthy again, I think we'll probably see that brought out of the mothballs. But we also got to see Rey Mysterio in one of his most inspired looks. Rey Mysterio as Mysterio. (laughs) This would have been better if we hadn't already seen Selena Vega as Vega. Now they've kind of already blown their be the thing you are thing. But yeah, it was it was still good to see, especially after he went to all that trouble and then just got choked out in a minute. It was yeah, like, it, oh. all, yeah, also true. <laughs> Usually, like when he dresses like the Joker or Flash, you got to have like a ten minute match out of it, and you got to see the costume for a while. I was like, no, no, go to sleep. I'm done. <laughs> Joe Joe wants to get to Las Vegas early. Apparently, <laughs> it's riding with Brock. Uh, actually, he's gonna steal Charlotte's uh, helicopter. <laughs> After she landed, he's like, I got dibs. <laughs> that would have been awesome. I want to see uh, return of Ma- that, that helicopter. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns was one of the lowlights for me. It was just not... I, I expected Drew to win, and he did not. And I... I it's just... There wasn't a whole lot of oomph behind it. There wasn't really a, a good reason for them to wrestle. And... It just kind of made Drew look like a chump again. I'm I'm fine with Roman Reigns winning, and I I it did sound like they were muting the crowd, which would be terrible if that's the case. Um, why would you boo this man at this point? But it, it so, was fine. I I don't want to talk too much about this match because it it didn't surprise me at all and we're late. But supposedly there was a wave going across the the stadium that ended right as Roman Reigns came out because people. Like, okay, it's time, it's time for wrestling. Let's stop doing the wave. And people were sad that the wave ended, and that's what they were booing. Supposedly. Uh, if Supposedly. that's the reason, that's even dumber than yes. muting them on TV. But I also get it, because you got to do your wave at WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, I genuinely was surprised by Elias getting interrupted by Doctor of Thugonomics himself, John Cena. And surprised at the things they let John Cena say. That was surprising. The fact that it was him didn't surprise me at all. Were you surprised by the non-PG things he said? Though I mean, it was past yeah, that the, was the hour where they, you know, they, it, it, they they were valid in saying he was valid in saying these things past an hour when kids should have been in bed probably. But uh, Not the kids saying, in the stadium look like my nuts. Got a, got a bigger bush. Uh, it's a very good good quotes there from John Cena who is far past the point where he should be doing that but I found it enjoyable Batista Triple H I'm not really going to mention much it was stupid man theater let's tear out your nose ring Ric Flair showed up to help Triple H it, it it definitely was not the match that they should have had based on the build that they had and it was it, they did a whole Triple H uh, like building to his match diary where they filmed him throughout the weeks or whatever. And they had one moment where he sees Batista and they hug and say, man, I can't wait for this. This is going to be great. It's like, don't show that. I know they're friends, but I don't want to see that they're friends. Agreed. Which makes the whole, the whole thing mean nothing. Oh, like, like Baron Corbin and Kurt Angle mean nothing. Uh, I think this might end up meaning something. I, 
it doesn't seem like the actual true end for Angle because all they talked about was how he deserves better than this. But I just move on. Give Baron Corbin an actual wrestling gear for God's sake and do something else with Kurt. Hell, he showed up the next night and still attacked. So it's just stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, the demon got his win and he got his championship. I was not surprised by that at all. Um, so I can I can move on from that. I but I I'm. Yeah, nothing surprised me there. Yeah, uh, the I've decided uh, Finn Balor just needs to be the demon all the time now. Uh, it's a little more interesting. It's it's different. And I also realized this week that Finn Balor, not in demon makeup, looks a lot like one of the dudes from the Chainsmokers. And I just don't need that anymore. I'm familiar with the band, not familiar with their look, so I will trust you and move along. Okay. Two, the main event that everybody was far too tired for. And I will note... Also went on Monday because it started at like 12.01. So it officially started on Monday morning. And that is Becky Lynch coming away with all the gold. And she is Becky two belts in a match that uh, it was good. It was just, come on, we've watched this for seven hours. Just let us go home is the general feeling I got from everybody in that arena. And and the finish was so screwy, but it sounds like it wasn't supposed to be. And uh, Ronna getting her shoulders up from the, the roll-up. Roll uh, apparently the ref has been fined since then because he was not supposed to, it was not supposed to be a screwy finish, and he made it one. So he should have waited until, I guess, she got her shoulders back down to continue counting. And now they have to deal with that, I guess, when Ronda eventually makes her return. So I, uh, I did not like the finish. The match was good. I totally get why they're upset about it and why they find him, and that's definitely better than having him lose his job. But... That show needed to end, and if that means it ended one second sooner because of that, his counting, he is the hero that we needed, and honestly, if that was the finish, her shoulder should have been down. I don't know, that's the thing, I don't know where, like, what, I, there, there are so many moving parts that we don't know that, I don't know, it, it sucks that one person has to take all the blame. It does. And I think more than one person probably is like a Ron Rousey supposedly is out with a broken hand now. And I don't want that to be her punishment. That you shouldn't be punished for that. Well, it's not punishment. That's just, she wrestles that rough Brock Lesnar realistic style and I, they, things are going to happen. So mm-hmm. I, I do like that that forced both Becky and Charlotte to kind of mix things up and not do their usual thing because they're wrestling with somebody that is not wrestling a usual wrestling style. And, uh, yeah, a, a very good match and would have been I, – I know they wanted to go on the main event and it was historic and blah, 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 but put them earlier and they would have gotten a far better response, it sounded like. But it was what it was. It was an amazing WrestleMania, top to bottom, an awesome weekend. I was very happy with everything that happened outside of going to bed, so got awful late. And that will wrap up our first segment. And we will come back. Unfortunately, I know. But we'll keep it quick, and we'll talk about the Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania, which were very lackluster, and some ringside area moments. Stay tuned. And we're back to talk about the rest of the Aftermania crowd. There's Raw, SmackDown, some ringside area bits, and uh, not NXT because it was TakeOver Leftovers, and it was a very good show. You should go watch it. Had some fun matches. Not a whole lot other than announcements for the next episode, which we've already talked about. So, on Raw... We finally got to see Lacey Evans do something other than just strut. She punched. I strut and I punch. 
That that's a gimmick right I there. Mean, it strut is. Punch. It's literally. She just needs to strut <laughs> through everything. If she struts like that through every match, that would be amazing. Kind of like a, a fighting game character with a different walk speed. Be so good. So yeah, she finally decides. Oh hey, Becky has two belts. I want one of those and punches her. And Becky doesn't take kindly to that. So they brawl for a little bit and then they do it again on SmackDown. And uh, Becky has called Ed Lacey new Charlotte on twitter where she is uh prone to do her best work and not take anything away from her wrestling but it's a uh, she's just really good on twitter yes, she is very good on twitter so I, it's just good to see Lacey evans doing something finally we we thought wrestlemania might be where we saw that and no she just strutted there as well for a long distance and um yeah it was it was good to see that as uh what, what do you think of Lacey evans um i mean She's kind of Emmeline-esque at this point. It's really hard to have a hard opinion of her because she's done so little and I've been unimpressed with all of it. And even this is just kind of, well, I guess that's a thing that's happening. I hope it, I hope, I, I want the best for it because I want whatever uh, is next for Becky to be good. But honestly, I want it, to, I want it to either be the entire Riot Squad being taken seriously or the entire... Steve's fantasy Asian stable lady lady stable. So Asian lady stable. That'll be that will be the name of that stable. You mark my words. Unfortunately, it probably would yeah, be, but yes. Yeah. You know exactly what I, 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 I Asuka's not a sky pirate. She could be a sky Ooh, Asuka has a pirate. I was gonna say, put in your yeah. mind, put Asuka in a pirate hat and tell me that could not be awesome. Yeah, it just moved again. I'm 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 all for this. <laughs> I do not like that phrase. I want to get rid of that phrase okay, as soon as possible. All right, I'm, done um, I'm done with it then. A return to form and a return period for beloved Sami Zayn, who gets a match immediately against uh, Finn Balor. No wait, no, it wasn't Finn Balor. Wait, yeah, yeah, it was Finn. Yeah, yeah, and uh, unfortunately loses. And uh, I don't think it was necessarily that loss, but uh, Sammy Sammy laid into us. We, we, the WWE Universe, uh, he, he doesn't think very highly of us. And it was it was a long promo, and it was mean, and I I just wanted to see Sammy be happy, after especially after he kind of tumbled coming out, and it looked like, oh, well, shucks, that's just what I do. And then uh, it turns out he hates all of us, and that's that hurts, but also, hey, there's an angry guy over on SmackDown you should, I could introduce you to. You've met before, and he's very, very angry about everything. Yeah, this is this is something that could be so stupid or it could be so good. And if there's anyone I have faith to pull it off, it's Sami Zayn. And if there's anyone I don't have faith to pull it off, it's WWE. So I don't know where this is going. Yeah, considering what they did with him and KO before they, but before he left with an injury and KO left with an injury, and now they're just it's they they've realigned differently. Like KO is now the happy guy that just comes out to stun somebody and walk out angrily, but. Yeah, I, I, I like Sammy. I know he'll do well with whatever he has, and I'll get to see rest, him wrestle hopefully again. Didn't see that on SmackDown, but uh, he still was very good. So, The most unusual thing of this entire wrestling period had to be the weird undead vulture puppet in a stinky box that mm-hmm. people say is probably Bray Wyatt related. Oh yeah, I, this is this is Bray Wyatt's new thing. But what is it? Is he like a creepy children's show host? Like, what is that? Honestly, 
What do are you asking? What do I want it to be, or what is it going to be? I mean, you don't know what it's going to be, so what do you think it's going? Oh, to I be? know exactly what it's going to be. It's going to be the exact same thing it was before, and nothing's going to change. So what? That's Sister Abigail. Are we finally getting to know Sister no, Abigail? No, this is just. This is just. I'm Bray Wyatt. I do weird things. Waka waka waka. <laughs> is he Method Man? What's that? Waka waka waka. Bray Wyatt. That's what. That's how everything goes. Waka waka. And then sometimes he goes run. And they're like, why? You're Bray Wyatt. You don't chase people. And you don't win matches anymore. Well, maybe he will once he comes back. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Now, I would love him to be the Vulture Lord and have like actual vultures sitting on his shoulders as he comes out. And there's, there's a lot of cool things you could do with this. But the fact that they chose a weird puppet in a box does not bode well for me. No, that's a... Uh... I, I I hope they give this the Emelina treatment and just do this for six months, just that weird puppet <laughs> popping out and just looking at us and saying, like, and then it goes away. Like just do that, just make that a stupid interstitial that you show up until Bray Wyatt can finally have his child with JoJo and they can be happy and then he can come back and show us what weird puppets he has. Be be like the Crypt Keeper version of Jeff Dunham. I will take that over what he did before. How about that? Yeah, that that could be interesting. Did, did it move again? <laughs> no, I'm. You told me to be done with that, so I'm done with that. <laughs> now but, I, it kind of um, has to be your thing. You did this. No, no. I... Um, people have said that because the vulture is wearing a Hawaiian shirt, this might be a return to old Bray Wyatt before. Wait, the vulture uh, was wearing a Hawaiian shirt? I missed that. Yeah. You, how did you miss? I that? don't know, but I did. Huh? Yeah, he was absolutely wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Okay, I I'll have to look at that again because I missed that I, I guess maybe the vulture was so off-putting that I didn't notice the clothing that it was wearing <laughs> I didn't notice the vulture's apparel my apologies um well it, in times like, when vultures wear shirts it means something it does I uh, agree of course I've also heard people say that there was an umbrella on the box so this is all a swerve and it's Marty Skrull but that's just BS. is he signed with them I heard like rumors but I, no. I didn't think he signed no no, he's gonna go to. AEW I was gonna say, I thought he was AEW for certain. Is that? It's, that yeah. Okay. Well, that's it's just wishful thinking. Just like we're wishfully thinking this is gonna be good. It's really not wishful thinking because we don't need any new people on the roster. Thank you very much. We don't. We that Kushida showed up at NXT and waved everybody, and it's like, okay, I'm I'm sorry, I I apologize to you because watch, you're gonna be in Keith Lee's spot in like a year, and that's not a good spot right now. So, uh, yeah. Play with the toys you got. Show us that you can play with them responsibly. Exactly. We've got too many. We will give you new toys. Um, some ringside area elements. We got lots of people with injuries that are either going to be out or nursing injuries currently. Uh, Styles has an uh, undisclosed injury that he is uh, dealing with. Nia Jax has both both ACLs has to be uh has to have surgery on, so she will be out for months. Uh, Oof, that's rough. Big E, who had the moment of the night. How could I forget Big E? Oh my god! Uh, doing the splits on Raw and then getting such a crowd reaction on SmackDown that he had to do the splits again. Wait, wait is he injured because he slapped his nuts on the ground too no, hard? What happened? No, luckily it has nothing to do with the splits. Uh, Cesaro came off the top and on SmackDown in a crossbody, and he was not ready for it and buckled his knee, and he has a meniscus tear. So he will be out for weeks or months. They're not sure yet. But he is he is out, which sucks because this is the worst time for him to be out. Uh, maybe they can keep him in a non wrestling uh, role. I don't know, but 
Yeah, yeah. If they keep him around, which I I, th- I think is important. If yeah, it it could actually be all right. Like we want them to shine the 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 spotlight on Kofi for a bit, and he, so if he and uh, Xavier are in more supporting roles, that could be all right. It just depends how it goes down. Um, some different creative changes in the backstage are one, one big one, Road Dog, who has been the creative lead, I believe, on SmackDown for months now, maybe a year, I don't know, uh, supposedly is moving to a new role. At first it was reported that he was leaving, that he was just fired, and no, it's apparently he's moving to a new role, and it's to help align things with the move to Fox and Fridays this fall, and I, I, I think SmackDown has been very good this last year and i think uh, i imagine he's probably a large part of that so i hope this doesn't uh signal a downturn again that they're also clearly going to be changing that show up a lot because it's moving to a, a network for the first time ever and that's uh yeah there's gonna be a lot of upheaval there so i i hope things aren't negatively affected and that show remains as good as it was because damn that's a good show yeah i don't know what's gonna happen is i'm confused I'm concerned. Yeah, well, that that's WWE main roster. You're just constantly concerned for things. So, we didn't know Kofi Kingston was going to get his win at WrestleMania until he did. So, we remain yep. we remain concerned. Uh, another guy apparently got yelled at and fired or, uh, fired on the spot and then quit at the Hall of Fame ceremony when uh, he wrote the the speech for DX to uh, give at their Hall of Fame induction and apparently it mentioned Vince McMahon by name and it's a no no. You don't do that. And so I guess Vince maybe was even there and just fired him on the spot. And instead he said, you can't fire me. I quit. And so one of the, one of the writers is gone now because of that reason. And that leads into, so uh, Pat McAfee, I don't know if you've seen him do his kind of pre-show stuff. He's, he's done the watch alongs, which they did another one this time. And apparently there's no cursing, so you can still go watch it. Um, and also uh, Greg Miller of Kind of Funny, a video game thing that I follow, shows up on there and gets to talk wrestling. So I haven't watched it, but I, it's they did another watch long. You can watch all of WrestleMania that way if you'd like, uh, you you sick, sick person. But so Pat McAfee is a former kicker. I forget which, with, with which team in the NFL, but now he's in WWE. He does this kind of stuff for them, just kind of side content, whatever. But he did some kickoff stuff, so he got to be on that show for WrestleMania and he shows up in tuxedo shorts and apparently Michael Cole yelled at him backstage saying, what the hell are you doing? You're going to get fired. If you're wearing those shorts, you're on TV. Now you got to look the part. And the rumor is that, uh, after he got yelled at, somebody got, went and brought Vince over and was like, here, let's, let's get Vince's thoughts. And they said, apparently like LeBron James has worn tuxedo shorts to an event. And Vince was like, Oh yeah, I know I'm hip. It's cool. I like it. And Michael Cole was like, well, still it's not cool. So, this led to a whole conversation of like people coming out and saying like, Oh, that's just the, that's the backstage uh, politics of WWE. Like if you're an announcer, you just get yelled at because constantly people want to keep you in fear that you're going to lose your job because they think that'll help you make, make you better at it. And I, I was just fascinated by this whole conversation because I corporate, you know, goings on backstage are important because they, they can change the product. And if Michael Cole's, you know, yelling at up and coming guys, cause they're wearing shorts on TV. That's, uh, that's stupid. Yeah. Uh, so I, I've heard this story. Um, I honestly, they did kind of torts are just as stupid as, as other shorts, but whatever. Um, 
But suppose, uh, from what I've heard, uh, uh, Michael Cole did apologize straight up. He's like, you know, I've just been under a lot of stress, and you never know what's going to happen. I apologize, and it, uh, the, they ended cool. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard that as well, and so I, I imagine it's smoothed over, and we'll we'll move forward. But it's still I, the people that came forward because of that and said like that's literally what happens as you you go backstage and somebody yells at you. And it's just expected that you're going to use that to either make yourself better or quit. And that's just the the way things go backstage at WWE. And that's toxic and also not terribly surprising, given everything. But let's not end on a, on a sad note. Let's end on something happy. Uh, think of Big E doing the splits in your mind. And as he does the splits, uh, Asuka comes out in a pirate's hat. And she does her awesome pirate <laughs> thing with Kyrie. Sane. See, now you're just trying to you're you're trying to. This is entrapment. It's not entrapment. I'm just trying to leave you with a positive image in your brain as I get, do the outro because it was an awesome last several days of wrestling. And yeah, I want you to go watch the Worlds Collide tomorrow, or as it's already aired, and check that out and just watch all the good wrestling because we're getting shaken up. It's exciting. Everything's going to change. Maybe we'll end the brand split possibly no i hope not. they won't they there's not been an announcement of any sort so they're not well that they have been surprising with unnecessary surprises recently so i won't say that won't happen but i doubt that will happen but i think it'll be interesting and i i want to see where everybody lands and if they split up teams and keep stables together and i, I certainly hope that happens because god if you break up the right squad now what the hell would happen just let them go to ADW. Uh, that would be actually pretty cool. It's also briefly worth noting that AEW has signed JR. He will be talent relations and also an announcer for them. Uh, he's talking them up like crazy now because he can actually talk about it. They're looking to get a TV deal starting in October from what the he has let slip. And it sounds like it'll probably be with Turner. So it'll be on TBS and TNT just like uh, WCW was. Yep. So everything's as it was before. Let's just do it again. Yeah. Uh, see if it works. I, sure. I, I'm excited for that. I, I will watch AEW on Tuesday nights if that's what happens. So I'm an idiot. I'm, I'm a sucker for all this, but that's going to do it for this episode of pro grapplers. We thank you for listening. If you like it, you can subscribe. You can do that at Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts, please leave a review if that's possible. If you like this show you can listen to our voices on a couple of other podcasts that we have we have digital strips the first and best web comics podcast on the planet and we also do today i learned nothing which is the most fun that i have on a podcast every week i will say that it's uh, little bips and bops that we just kind of roll around in our brains throughout the week and then it comes out in podcast form and you can listen to it if you dare lots of poop jokes as <laughs> is a bip in a bop. <laughs> Sorry. If you want me to put, if you would like for the next episode that we record, where you host, for me to point out all of the little things that you say wrong, it's going to be a long shoot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm very tired. Let me get the hell out of here. I'm trying. <laughs> also, I was going to say to quote Big E, lots of butt stuff. Lots of butt stuff on that show follow us on twitter at p grapplers individually i am at the jason sigler 
Individually, I am at Idahobo. We'll talk at you next week on the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. I am Amazing Jason Ziegler. And I'm always Steve the Shinkicker Shinny. We're sitting by patiently just waiting to be shaken up here on Pro Grapplers. Pro Grapplers.